When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Gerald Farrelly. And I'm Neve Gavner. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Welcome, welcome to Agony Rants, the show where a comedian and a Eurovision winner change your life, heal your life, fix your life. That seems like a lot of life stuff. It's, Neve. it's just, it's a lot of good work that we're putting out into the world, Neve. How much do we change their lives? So, I mean, I, you know, I, I get the fixing, right? Because we're, we're very much into the fixing. But, you know, changing, I mean, you know. We're giving them a whole new way of operating. Oh, Niamh. okay. Good job. Yeah. I might write in myself. Excellent work. Excellent. Might write in myself. Do, do. We'd love to have you. Um, Neve. spring has sprung. I am appalled by what's going on on my balcony, right? I'm appalled because I love a balcony. I, okay. I'd love to have a garden, but right. I don't. Okay. So what I have is a metal box oh, attached okay. to yes. the side of my apartment. I see. Right? I see. I do my best. Right. Window boxes, you know, planters, mm-hmm. you name it. I did at one point grow cat grass for oh, boots. cat grass. Cat okay. grass, okay. yes. Okay, yes. I also, uh, I was growing vegetables for a little while. Oh. Yeah, I was growing scallions. I was, was growing this during rocket. COVID by any chance? It was during COVID. Yeah, yeah. there you go. I was growing strawberries. <laughs> I was growing, um, what else did I grow? Um, yeah, but you're not holding this much now. No, what happened was uh, we uh, realised Boots was pissing and everything. <laughs> okay. So and I've got to be honest with you. Do you wash everything? You're, well, do you know what? You can wash the rocket all you want. You're still eating something your cat has pissed on. I know. And it's just... It's hard to get that out, hard to out, get out, that out of your head. I mean, to be fair, the chances are most food stuff, something has pissed on it. I know, I know. But like, <laughs> if you haven't seen it... Yeah. But also, what's upsetting is that you're eating and the cat's watching you going, I pissed on that. What sort of an animal are you? Oh. So, every winter, I always plant me daffodils. Oh, yeah. Because it's me. daffodil season. Yeah, no, it is. You know, so at the moment, I was looking at my window and going... Where's Where, the daffodils? Where's the daffs? What's going on? Right? Right, okay. And so there's no sign of them? There's no sign of them at all. And then, and I was furious because I was like, I was blaming the cat. I was like, she's clearly been pissing on the daffodils. Okay. She's killed everything. I was annoyed at her. Okay. And then I found an envelope in the press. With all the daffodil, bulbs in it. Daffodil bulbs in it. So what happened was you missed out a, a vital stage. Yeah. You didn't put I the did. bulbs in. And I was genuine. I, I, put, I was putting feed on them and everything. I was like, come on, daffodils. You have good soil. Where's daddy's little buds? 
Well, I'm waiting for lots of tulips to come up. I have lovely tulips. Tulips are my favourite. But they're late. You see, and I, because I live 100 miles more north, it takes, okay. it's slower. Okay. But years ago, my friend, my neighbour next door gave me over bluebells. Okay. I'm going to give you a tip. Never put them in any pot. Why? Because they take over everything. And then they give you no bluebell. <laughs> see, I love... I, I get lo- these lovely green shoots and loads of them and not a single bluebell on them. It's very annoying. So... I see, I love a plant that's aggressive. I do. <laughs> Just a plant. I like me plants. Just a plant. I like me plants the like way your, I like my men. Like your, and your coffee. Aggressive, <laughs> forceful. They know what they want. And your snacks. Yeah. Aggressive. Absolutely. <clears throat> so I, but you see on a, way, on a, on a balcony, that's fine. Yeah. Because like they're, they're not, Anything you can know, be, yeah, 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 you can just try. They're confined. The pot, like. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, Okay, bluebells. Yeah, no, they are quite aggressive. They and they come back every year, but they're only early spring kind of thing. Oh know. right, okay. Maybe do I still have time? Um, not sure. See, this is what annoys me. What? This is what annoys me about the garden, right? <laughs> well, it's that if you want something in four months, you've got to think about something four months before you want it. It's a balcony, but it's my garden. I know, I know, I get it. I it's get my it. little, it's my little bolt hole in the sky. You During see, the- if you miss the window, and I said it to my mom. Yeah. I was like, is it too late for me to plant those bulbs? I just found them in the press. And yeah. She suggests too late. Yeah, no, December. Up to December you have. But you see, my, my thoughts were, it's very cold. And okay, the bulbs will get cold, but also Garode will get cold when he's wait. planting them. Yeah, for, how long does it take to plant a few bulbs? Like About three hours. Oh. <laughs> I'm not good at it. Oh. <laughs> because do what I do is, I watch the YouTube video and then I think I, think I put them in upside down, I better check. Oh. Yeah. And then also what happens is the cat's helping. Oh, like, yeah. So she's doing a little dig and then you're doing a little dig and then she's running away with the bulb. Oh. Yeah, it's very cute. It's adorable. Name, when, I, when I used to weed the garden, um, which sounds like I was Monty Don in the garden there, but uh, it's not the way that works. Dear McGavin, I am not, right? Okay. <laughs> Basically, the dog would have helped me back in the day. Ah. You would. I used to have a bucket beside me and I'd put all the weeds in it and then I'd turn around and all the weeds would be all over the garden because the she thought that this was a game. She'd take it out of the bucket and then bring it over there. I'm, I'm not a big gardener. I love the idea of having a gardener. <laughs> we all would, Neef. We all, we've all seen Desperate Housewives. Yeah, I love the idea of it. And I, I can keep the garden tidy, but I don't, um, I, I don't do well on the plants. The plants. You see, I love it. There's nothing nicer than looking them. out. At the, particularly with a balcony because a balcony it is there's no middle ground like a, like a balcony either looks great or it looks horrific yeah I know you know because there's no just there's no lawn the plants are either dead or alive <laughs> <laughs> no to be fair I did learn a little bit but my dad's a great gardener he, he okay. always has a great garden and if he lived local I'd have a lovely garden <laughs> yeah my mum has a great garden she also she's a great she's got a greenhouse Oh my God, that's advanced now. Yeah, very advanced now. She would grow tomatoes and strawberries. Do you know what she did last year? She fell through the greenhouse. Not a scratch on her. When you say she fell through it, what do you mean? Well, I think she was bending over to pick something up off the ground in the greenhouse. And then she kind of just went sideways and went through a pane of glass. Oh my gosh, did it break? Yeah, like the whole pane of glass broke and she just stood up and went, oh, there we are. Oh, what okay. an afternoon. <laughs> wow. Not a scratch. That's a proper gardener. <laughs> I, know. Quite I was mind. doing that thing. You know your man Creative Explained on Instagram? What now? This guy. He's called Creative Explained. Okay. That's the name of his account. And he's always like, whoo, whoo. there's always this noise when he's making videos. It's like, what do you do with a mango when you're finished? Don't throw out the stone. 
grow a mango plant. Oh, okay. It's incredibly annoying. Yeah. He's incredibly annoying. But have all you... of his stuff works. Okay. So have you ever grown a mango plant? Yeah, well, yeah, it's dead, but it was, <laughs> but go- it, it was it doing started. well. It was doing well. The <laughs> avocado plant, likewise, dead. I, I always liked the idea of growing stuff. And I think I'm going to be good at it. Because I'm I know, very nurturing yeah. as a person. But <laughs> yeah, but the plants don't seem to get it. It's different. Do you know what it is? You've I got, tell it's them they're not, lovely every day. It's not about nurturing. It's about science. Oh, okay. That's the thing that upsets me. I know, science, not my Yeah, that's point. what my boyfriend says about our relationship. It's not about nurturing. It's about science. Oh. <laughs> you know I love your boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> we get each other. <laughs> yeah, a healthy dismissal of me and my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> that's something you both share. Nurture you. <laughs> Neve. Garode. I am on the final leg of my Clamour Hammer tour. Really? We, That's the first time I've heard that. <laughs> we are coming to the end of it, I think. I think we're about halfway through the last leg now. Okay. Um, so I have shows left in Mullingar. I have shows left in um, Carrick and Shannon. Oh my gosh. We're added, we've just added a second show on the same night in Care. Wow. So, so you're doing well in care? Six and nine, I think. Oh. Yeah, so there's a second one on sale. Um, and yeah, there is a few more. There's Longford. There is uh, my last Baker Street's on February the 9th. Pavilion in Dunleary. Uh, we've just added a show. It's kind of uh, half old stuff, half work in progress in the Civic in Tallaght. Oh, the Civic. In June. Yeah, there's about 20 dates. They're all around the country. And you can see them by clicking on the link in my Instagram bio or going to garoldfairy.com We are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network uh, We would love it if you would subscribe Yes please We absolutely love it when you do Yes You can subscribe for as little as 5 euro a month plus VAT and that will go into our pockets It will be our payment for doing this show every week that you love Selflessly Selflessly And you will also get uh, access to vintage runs every second Monday mm-hmm. free content and you will get access to all of the bonus content from the other shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network yeah amazing which is a fantastic deal yeah and you'll feel so much better knowing you're supporting us exactly yeah. and we are usually cross promote another wonderful Headstuff show and who are um, we doing this week Agony Rants oh that's us it's us it's a wonderful show you should listen oh my gosh and uh, the other thing you can do is if you wanted to, you could also check out Fascinated. Oh, yes. Which is my other show. Um, and there is a new season of Fascinated starting in March. Are you interviewing Sonia for that one? I hope so. Oh, my God. I very much hope so. Neve, okay. we have a follow-up. We do have a follow-up. I we love have a follow follow-ups. Up. I really do. Uh, before the follow-up, we do have to say, we forgot to say it in last week's episode, if you would like to leave us a review, we would very much appreciate that. Oh yeah, reviews are important. Very important. On yeah. iTunes or Spotify or wherever you do your listening, we would love it if you gave us a five-star review because that helps other people find us and mm-hmm. that also helps head stuff keep us on the air. Very true. Yeah, because if Goebbels Any minute now. Mouth, I know. I, I'm not looking forward war. to our review this year. Well, there's going to be, there's, gonna, there's a load of new podcasts now. Oh, so we're the elder lemon now. We are. So we're we're down we're down the list. We do need to work we need to, to maintain work. our position, Neve. Work hard, okay. And by work, I mean I will absolutely cut the power to those other studios. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, it's, I'm glad to see you haven't, you know, your barnstorming days are not over. Absolutely not. Loving Eve. that. I might still, let you. Still very much, very much in charge of our destiny. I know. Um, okay, we have a follow up. Okay, go on then. Um, now, this, I'll be honest with you. I read this and I thought, I do not remember this at all. Oh, but okay? I did. But you did. You mm-hmm. always remember it. Now, so what we'll do is we'll just have a l- quick look at... Um, the original. The original. Okay, because this was emailed in to us. And this is why emails are so important. Because we can look them up very easily as opposed to the DMs, which disappear. <laughs> this was from Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, who called himself something else. Uh, <laughs> didn't he? No, this is from somebody who was called something else who did not give us his real name in the email. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so he's now Jason. Uh, oh, yeah. This, so basically there was a group of nine of them. Right. And they'd all fallen out with one girl. Let's call her Joan. So Jason and Joan. Jason and Joan. Mm-hmm. All the others, um, they all meet regularly uh, and they have like a, a great friendship. The problem was that Joan likes to gravitate the attention back to herself. Joan was a bit of a narcissist, we think. Mm-hmm. She likes to make up stories, fabricate facts. And despite being warned in the past, Jason has always stuck by her. Yeah. So basically, this is bad behaviour that is just going on and on and on. And I think what we recommended was that he not accept it. Yeah, that he just... Yeah. Ultimatum time. Well, that and the fact that just don't, don't give any power to it. Yeah, exactly. Because the thing with these people, like a narcissist can only function in a group if there's people there to, you know... Enable it. Enable it, yeah. There's the, there's the technical term. <sighs> there we go, Neve. See? Um, so, Jason has got back to us, right? Right, okay. Hi, Neve and Garode. Hope you are both keeping well and as fabulous as ever. Oh. Absolutely we are. I do want to firstly apologise for the delay in coming back to you after advising on my problem. A lot has happened since I wrote to you. But I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for the great advice. Oh. Which we can't really remember what it was, but no, look. No. Great is great. So, to fill you with... In properly, I slept on sending that text for a while and then ding, my phone went off. Now, the text I think he's talking about was a text that was... What was They fell out, you see, because he he, he apologised for some... She used to make him apologise for his behaviour when it wasn't his fault. Um, I think what happened was he wanted to... He took back his apology and then they hadn't spoken since she went back home. So it was kind of... he, But he kept thinking about her and he was worried about her. So he wanted to text her. So that's what this is about. Okay. So it was a message basically flipping the situation around, making it making it out to be my fault, as I suspected would be the case, because this is what she did. This was her M.O. This is her M.O. Yeah. Whenever she caused a problem, she made it somebody else. Yeah. So I politely said, I have nothing more to say. And I wished her the best. Well done, Jason. Well, well done. Well done. Well, my phone erupted. This was like me when I went nuts on you. <laughs> <laughs> Judas. <laughs> Betrayal. <laughs> Neve Cavanaugh deserves better than this. You know it's our birthday this week. Uh, yeah, it's Sonia's birthday this week. Yeah, it is. Delighted. Same as mine. Um, and your, oh, and yours Same as well. Same days. Yours as well. Yeah, Same day. Yeah. Same day. Yeah. Uh, I was texted and called and abused. I didn't answer the phone as I read as I read the messages flowing in. That, anyway. That must have been really hard. Like horrible. That must have been really hard. It's very difficult, especially if you care about someone. You know, but... It's it, it's really tough the first time you let that happen. I know, yeah. You really have to like dig your heels in. Anyway, I won't get into it as I now feel like I have healed mostly. But by God, do I still miss and love the bones of the girl. But I am so happy and proud that I stood my ground for myself and blessed that my eyes were opened. Good. 
I think we did that. Did we do that? Well, we were definitely involved in opening up the eyes. Yeah, definitely. Good. That's us destroying mm-hmm. friendships left, right and centre. <laughs> but it's been one of the hardest things ever to lose a friend. But I think it's true. I was holding on to a person because I felt like I had to. Yeah. Even though we were both two completely different people. That's the thing. You were probably holding on to the idea of somebody. Oh, no, definitely. Definitely. And, and you know, when you grow out of that situation, it's it's probably sometimes healthier to let go. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you won't come back together. No. Just means for now, you know, you're healing and maybe she'll do a bit of work on herself. Yeah. Some scandal I know you love, Garrod, always. Mm-hmm. I heard through the grapevine that she also had a falling out with the friends she went traveling with and they don't speak anymore either. So some things never change, eh? Uh, well, you see. Yeah. You see, it's a pattern in her life and it probably will continue until yeah. she deals with it. It's that thing. Love the calm, need the storm. Oh, love that. Anyway, I'm thriving. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done, Jason. <laughs> Anyways. I'm thriving. <laughs> I have learned so much about my relationships that I have and how to cherish, love and appreciate the people around me. Both you both you, Neve, and Garrod included. Thank you. Aww. It feels wonderful to be cherished. Jason, thank We're you. We're not cherished enough. Cherish the love we had. <laughs> like any other Irish 28-year-old having a crisis in Ireland, I've relocated to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Just changed the setting. Look. If you're going to have a crisis, you might as well have it in the sun. Oh, yeah, well. And I'm focusing on doing things I love by myself and with people I adore. That is so the right thing. I mean, oh my That's God, I'm absolute, so in I mean, awe of the situation. very much the ostrich syndrome, digging your, sticking your head in the sand. No! But look, <laughs> might as well be the sand on Bondi Beach as Dolly meant. Oh my God. Uh, thank you so much for everything. You are both still the lights to my Monday morning. Aww. Love you both millions. And if you're ever in Australia, dinners are on me. I'd Excellent. actually go to Australia for a free dinner. Jason. I'm absolutely not above that. Better be somewhere nice. Jason. I mean, you gave us a false name, so I don't know if we'll ever find you. But Oh, we have the email address. <laughs> we have the email address, Neve. We can chase it. We can chase that stuff down. I, well, I'm delighted. No, I am delighted. And you know what? There's a lot to be said for that situation. We did speak an awful lot about... How how friends can, you know, you, you hold on to friendships feeling some sort of responsibility. But the, if there's no joy in it and that doesn't mean you just forsake people if they're in a bad space. But the thing is, sometimes there is no practical situation no. to resolve in it. And there's nothing actually wrong with going, you know, I'm not here to diss you, but I'm also not here to take the shit. Exactly. You know, and, and that's such a big, a big deal, isn't it? And like, you know, the other thing is, is friends are humans. And humans disappoint. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Like, it's always sad. It's sad when friends disappoint you, but they do. They disappoint you. I know. Sometimes they just... Humans disappoint like daffodils. Or disappoint like daffodils. That, you know, that you forget. To, to be fair, they didn't disappoint you as much as you disappointed them. <sighs> yeah. You didn't give fair. them their purpose in life. I know. They're just sitting at home in me storeroom. The friends that disappoint you the most are the ones you have the highest expectation of. Yeah, it's a bit unfair, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, well. Oh, well. It's not such an uplifting episode. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so uplifted. But I was feeling very uplifted by your situation, Jason. I love the fact that you've taken, you know, taken your life and, and gone to Australia. <laughs> but do you know what the other thing as well is, though? The, the thing about with these people is you're doing her a favour. No, you are. If nobody stands up to these people, 
the, the their pattern just continues, and that is not a pattern that's going to serve her. No, no. That's like if you like that is the makings of a horrible human being. But no, but the, the the problem is that generally speaking, these people can justify it to themselves. They don't actually take their responsibility for themselves. But you can't. You can't cure that in someone. No. You just can't. And this is the problem. I think a lot of people think that they can cure this stuff. Yeah. And you can't. Sometimes you just got to say what you need. And and if they can step up to the plate, brilliant. And if they Sometimes can't, being cruel is the kindest <gasps> thing you can do. <sighs> Tough love. I mean, I say that to myself all the time. It's like, you're, you're right, Gerald. You're right. Be cruel. You love it when I'm cruel. Don't you? I find it very upsetting when people are cruel to me. Now no, I know. I mean, somebody tell, said recently that I was an incredibly sensitive person. I sometimes think if I look at you sharply, it, it wounds you. <laughs> I am very insensitive. I uh, no no. Oh. <laughs> when you're the, well, well. <laughs> I'm, a ver- I'm a very sensitive person. Eve. No, I feel are. things very deeply. You, you Another one of my friends said recently that I overanalyze. Yeah, well, you're still thinking about that. So clearly, that's yeah, true. It was about <laughs> six weeks ago. Sometimes people say what things to me prick. and I don't think about them ever again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I file that under, yeah, nothing to do with me. <laughs> that's your, That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> I heard that in a movie once and I thought that is the best thing I ever heard. Yeah. I'm definitely going to adopt that. That sounds like a you problem. I, I, you know what, actually, you're right. We, it's, but we don't always get the ter- chance to actually choose what we're going to be sensitive about. It, does it surprise you sometimes what you're sensitive about? I'm sensitive about everything. I know. I get really upset. I do. I do all the time. It makes you an incredibly supportive friend, though. It does. No, you are fantastic. I know. I'm very supportive. I know. Very supportive. Anyway. Although I do find that a lot of my (laughs) friends aren't as supportive to me. Well, you know. (laughs) Sometimes you I'm adorable. You are. I am adorable. You are. Especially in that jumper. It's really lovely. I know, yeah. It's very soft. Yeah. So why does it say murder under? <laughs> it's actually is that it? It's a goose with a knife in its mouth. Oh, is that a vegan jumper? <laughs> don't kill the I don't kill the yeah, goose. Let the goose kill you. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like there's a whole story happening on your jumper. Anyway, but there isn't. It was nine euro on two <laughs> There absolutely isn't a story. The story is I'm an impulse shopper and I love a bargain. That's the story. Sometimes I see that, you know, the knitted affairs with like sheep on them or Highland cows. And I go, I just know the second I put that on, I would look like an old woman in a jumper. (laughs) And I know. So I I resist those urges. I do. I've never had an urge I resisted. I I admire that. I admire that. Yeah, I follow through. So much. I'm a man that follows through. (laughs) Wow. Um, I know a few of them. Dear Garode, we have a problem. (laughs) Keep your filth to yourself. <laughs> Neve. Okay. We have a problem. Oh, we have many problems. Okay. Dear Garode and Neve, Garode spelled wrong. Never mind. Oh, well. <laughs> Do you want to read this? This is a very long one. Okay. I will. Dear Garode. And Neve, I live next to a woman who feeds pigeons in her back garden. It's really a tiny yard as opposed to a garden. We have the same 3.4 metres concrete box, basically. So basically there was a yard. I think so, yeah. Um, So I guess she started feeding small birds years ago, which I'm sure was cute. But when we moved in eight years ago, there was a mix of small birds and pigeons. Then it moved to just pure pigeons. 
Do you think there's a pigeon farm here in the area? Uh, this sounds really dull. <laughs> and it's been that way for a, for a few years. Wait now, there's a, two pages of this to get through. Uh, but since last summer, it seems that some gulls have noticed what was going on and now are in on the action. There are more and more gulls each week and they seem to be muscling out all the other birds. My husband even claims that he saw a gull eat a pigeon while it sat on the wall between our two gardens. Jesus wept. Okay, no, it gets better. Uh, <laughs> it had wanted. <laughs> things came to a head after Christmas when we returned from a few days away to find that the seagulls had basically diarrheaed, which uh, I don't know if that's a verb, uh, all over every window at the back of our house. And the oh concrete on our God. back garden looked like a Jackson Pollock painting. It was, <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> I don't know what she was doing or what she fed them that resulted in that. Oh, my God. Uh, my husband went around with pictures of the mess and asked her if she could stop feeding the birds or maybe use a bird feeder that only smaller birds could access. Uh, she claimed to not know anything about it. And she said that the neighbour on the other side of her is the one who feeds the birds and throws food into the party wall, which ends up in her garden and that we should take it up with them. For some reason, I can't explain. This feels like the real problem here. My husband said that he would definitely follow up with the other neighbour. I guess he didn't want to get into an argument with an elderly woman on the street. So we've been in the back garden and talked to her while she is putting the food out and we see her from the upstairs window. So we are 100% sure it's her. <sighs> what should we do? Confront her again? A friend suggested that we get one of those banger things that farmers use to keep the birds off their crops. What? Uh, I can't be dealing with seal seagull shite on my lovely windows this summer and I want to be able to use my clothesline, Paula. Now you see, the clothesline. I understand the pain here now. The clothesline is an issue. But before we get to the clothesline issue, <sighs> what's wrong with you? This is not, like, this is, I'm sorry now, this is not a problem for us. This we want a, problems like, like that are a bit like 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 exciting and sexy. This is exciting and sexy. This is what affects people's lives. This is the seagull taking a shit and washing. All right. Well, I'm just going to say this from a man who is upset because his daffodils didn't grow and he didn't plant them. Right. We'd like to apologize. I, I'm feeling. I, I have a cold. I'm slightly under par today. I'd like you to apologize really to our focusing. listeners. You're not focusing right. This is a proper problem. This. <sighs> Look. Look her washing. She can't hang her washing out. We know how I feel about that crowd. Okay. Now, let's be honest. Seagulls, they can be quite aggressive. I have to say, I don't like seagulls. They're very aggressive. Boots. My my darling my darling daughter, Boots. Yeah. When she was a kitten, she had, we had a problem with seagulls. Oh, okay. Because she used to be out in the balcony in her harness because we used to put a harness on her so she wouldn't fall. Oh, yeah. Well, and yeah. the seagulls used to nip at her head. So she used to then hide. She used to sit on the patio chair and hide under the table. But I did see one, like one, they had her and they were like nipping like, and they could have like picked her up and dropped her off the balcony. Oh, yeah. So I swear to God, I was like cereal mom. I went out. I was <laughs> waving a shovel around at the, at the, um, at the seagulls. Yeah. And how did that deranged. work? Well, she came in and she was like, daddy, daddy, help. You know? No, but did, did they get rid of the seagulls? Uh, no, they didn't. No. I mean, I, I, Oh, my neighbours thought he's absolutely crazy. No, I understand that but because you, they, live near, you nearly live near the sea. So that's probably why. Yeah, they're everywhere. They are everywhere. And that, do you know what actually has happened about two weeks ago? Because I live in an apartment, I yeah. can't wash the outside of my windows. Oh, yeah, because sorry. Because the windows, like they don't open to put, to, to, you yeah, can't no, lean I get out. It. Like, I get it, I get so it. So they get washed maybe twice a year mm. and they were washed in early December 
and a seagull <laughs> did a six foot shit across my bedroom window. <laughs> Especially if they do it like and in, in flight. In flight and it just <laughs> splattered from one diagonal corner to the other corner nice. of the window. And I'm going to be looking at that shit now till June. <laughs> and, and you don't think this is a problem? You understand why this woman well, is upset. Just, Come on. I mean, yeah, okay. Look, okay. go around. No, uh, no. Look, she's already had the conversation. You and your husband have already had the conversation. So you need to take control of your space. You're not going to stop her doing what she's doing. She's clearly in denial. <laughs> she's in denial. She's doing what she's needing to do. That's it. She's out putting out the food. She probably thinks she's been a good person. Yes. Feeding feed, the seagulls. Feed the birds. Maybe she thinks she's in that. Tuppence, a bag, isn't that? In, um, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. There are deterrents that you can have. They don't like reflective things. So maybe put a load of Do mirrors. No, no. Birds don't really like it. They get really startled if there's any sort of reflection. Uh, so you can get, years ago, people would have put out old CDs. You know those old CDs you're not using anymore? Hang them in the, if you've got trees or places to hang them. That really? It actually freaks them out. Um, some of them don't like wind chimes. Get a big clangy really? wind chime. Get a good noisy one for a while and stick it well, out no, the back and I, then annoy all your neighbours. I don't think you should be getting like the... The farmer, like, I mean. No, no, definitely don't do that. You're going to have the Garda Firearms Unit around you. The like, other interesting thing that you find happens a lot in these places to stop all that happening is they, do you ever see those kind of birds, that pretend birds of prey? Have you ever seen them? No. Right. So sometimes they're like kites that look like other birds flying in that area. But you can actually get even just a pretend decoy bird of prey and put it up somewhere in your garden and they go, oh, we're not messing with that garden. Now, the only problem is if you've only got a small garden beside each other, you know, there's always going to be difficulties there. But I've got to be honest. I think I'd rather have my garden covered in seagull shit than look absolutely deranged and have like <laughs> CDs <laughs> hanging from my washing line <laughs> and like artificial birds of prey hanging out of the gutters. I, I want you to be clear. I did a bit of research to see how this might help. You know, the thing is, I don't think you're going to solve this, the source. You know, I, we feed birds. We have a small bird feeder and then next door also he has a, so we feed the birds. But what he also does is he goes out and scrapes out whatever's on the end of his plate. You know, so if okay, he, so I, you know, sometimes he's he's surprised if a rat goes by. <laughs> he thinks he's feeding the birds. We have squirrels and everything in our area, so we, we you know, whatever we put out is going to be fed. Whatever's yeah. coming. My more 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 my concern is if she's putting big stuff out on the floor or people are. I'd be more worried about rats than I would be about pigeons, because <laughs> yeah, you know, they'd be coming for the food. <laughs> well, okay, so you need to address the source. Yeah, well, there, yeah, but you see, you, if she's you in need, denial, like you need to say, to you need to say to her, look. We're having a real problem. We're having a real problem with seagulls. Maybe buy her a bird feeder. Like the type that a seagull can't get into, like that will only help small birds and pigeons. Because... The problem is they they become very dogged and they'll come back regularly. They will come back, yeah. And and once they know, it's like when a wasp finds a way to your house, that's it. You know, they're all in. This is the time of year where you should start to be embracing putting out your washing on the line. It's a very exciting time of year for me. I got my first flags out the other day, as I would call them. (laughs) My neighbour says, I know you're home when the flags come out, Neve. Which is a very difficult thing to be saying up the north. But <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, you know, when he sees them washing out in the line, he knows I'm home and that makes him happy. So, but like, you're very limited options as to what you could do because the, like, 
at the moment, if you're being played by seagulls, they're going to be there. Even if they stop feeding them, they're still going to be there for a while. Yeah, they're going to keep coming back. There's nothing. So, in it. But you need to get to the source. But you need to get to the source. You need to say to her, uh, just make her understand. We can get a lot of food happening. poisoning from things like seagulls and stuff. They, they carry a lot of disease that affects us. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Maybe you should tell her there's an outbreak of bird flu. What age is she? She's old, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> Just, <swallow laughs> Just tell her there's a, been an outbreak of avian flu. Do you know anybody who's like a guard, you know, could go and have a conversation? <laughs> Scare her. Or, or, you know, maybe sometime, you know, dress up in all balaclavas and then put... A, a bag over her head and then bring her to this kind of room and put a light in her. No, that's a different thing. You've lit up the north too long, <laughs> maybe. Now, that, take that back. There's you don't like do that up the north punishment anymore. Punishment beaten. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were looking for a, an answer. The answer is to either scare off the gulls from your garden or, or scare off the feeder. Or scare off the feeder. <laughs> <laughs> she's in denial if she thinks, she's probably not the only one doing it, to be fair to her. She may not be. Maybe her neighbour is throwing stuff over her in her garden. Well, I, well, I would be, be surprised. Fair. I would be surprised if you're the only neighbour having a problem. Yeah, I know. You, so oh, surely this is a job for the neighborhood watch. Yeah, yeah. Surely you have a neighborhood WhatsApp group. Well, I, what I think you should do is I think you should have another crack at her. But I, I you may have to go softly, softly. You may yeah. have to like buy her a bird feeder and go look. I know you care about the birds, but you're actually killing all the other birds. The small birds are not getting what they need. I yeah. don't think she's going to give a damn. No, if it's a bird shit in your garden, I really don't think she's going to she care about that. She thinks she's Mary Poppins on the yes. steps singing "Feed the Bird." I think what you need to do is you need to tell her that she's killing the more vulnerable birds. Oh. Yeah. You might have to strangle a few and throw them in our garden. It's not going to be pleasant. But Let's be honest. The the simple truth is this is not our area of expertise. (laughs) (laughs) This is not something I'm going to look up an expert for either. (laughs) But actually, do you know, I I understand your frustration. I do understand your frustration. But I do think you need you need you need to get the neighbours on side and then you need to knock in and you need to blame this woman for killing all the adorable little birdies. Now, if you take the alternative route and put all the CDs around your garden and the bird of prey, the pretend bird of prey and all that, just send us a photo. We'd love that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm interested to see how you resolve this because this is not an easy thing. This is one of those neighbour issues that don't seem important, but are very important. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you live in the space with these people. I know, and you don't want to be using a tumble dryer when you don't need to. Um, I love Oh, this time of year makes me very excited. You know I'm going to start talking about putting my washing out uh, on a regular not, basis. Steve, we're not. We're come on. Come no. on. You know you want to. You're talking about daffodils. Let us know. <laughs> let us know how you get on. Okay. We, we're we going to move on now to somebody with a real problem. Okay. <laughs> Go on then. Dear Agony Rants. No names. I've been very close with a group of five girls, six including myself, for over 25 years now. Aww. And about 10 years ago, we all started having babies. and generally getting busier in our lives. We started standing reservation for brunch once a month. Great idea. Yeah. We don't do it on a fixed date every month. We usually decide on the day we meet when best suits us for the next meetup. Totally. Now, let me just say on the side, right? This is the way forward. Because how many times do you say to see someone, we must meet up? Yeah. And if you don't say the day, it doesn't happen. Yeah. I really admire that. That's totally the way to do it. And making some sort of aiming for once a month is a fantastic idea. Yeah, it is. It's not too much, not too little. No. We don't do it on a, 
oh sorry, these brunches have survived births, deaths, marriages, a divorce, you name it. We keep it going. Fantastic. People can't all make every brunch, which is totally fine and we all understand, especially for the busy mums. This means that we usually go with the date that suits most people and we only ever manage the full gang together about four to five times a year. Yeah, but that's, that's pretty not good. Bad that's really good going. Yeah. yeah. Some of us don't live so close to each other now, so we really do make a huge effort to meet up. Lovely. But we do have one friend who has never arrived on time. And I'm talking an hour late. This really boils my blood now. I'm going to be honest. Mm. Brunch is never usually more than two hours because ladies, we have to get back to our... Because ladies, we have to get back to our kids and busy lives. I'm not sure why ladies are in there. But I'm anyway. a lady. I'm going to take lady. <laughs> you were basically not calling As me ladies, one last I'm week. You're telling me I wasn't refined at all. But we'll leave that. I'm, no, only, you're only not refined in compared to Sonia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you compare it to Sonia Neve, it's just, just you know, same no day comparison. birthday. You're going to be very conflicted that day. We used to wait for her to order, which now that's ridiculous. Yeah. And we quickly put a stop to that. Good, good. But the problem is that recently our brunches have been shorter because we are at that age where our kids are in various clubs and classes. So we have to leave on time. That's fair enough, yeah. A few times recently, it has happened where a friend has swanned in about 10 minutes before we really should be all leaving. Some of us will stay for another cup of tea and we really do have to get going. She has never been good at timekeeping and we have joked about that for 25 years. Each one of us has lost countless hours waiting for her over the course of our friendship. And although it's taking a long time, it's really beginning to wear thin. What we used to be able to laugh off I now see as disrespectful. After treating this like a joke for 25 years, how do we address this with her as a real problem? Thanks, Naomi. Not my real name. Okay. Now, so many things to talk about here. A lot of positive. Loving the way that you're actually really practically approaching, but making sure that you all have a common goal of meeting up. Yeah. I love that. And you're all being very sensible about how you're doing it. And that keeps you alive. It keeps you vital and all those things. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. You have enabled this situation for long enough. Yep. Right. And that's my first take on it. The problem is because you've all laughed about it for 25 years, it hasn't given her any responsibility in it. Completely. And it probably makes her feel a bit shit, but she doesn't do enough to actually fix it. And this is my problem with this. The thing is, it's at this stage, is she going to change it? The, the fact that you all stay around anyway, you know, yeah. so realistically, if you have to get back to your lives, you just have to make it clear and send that maybe someday she'll turn up and nobody will be left able yeah. to stay. But if you are friends with this person, you should be able to say to her, look, we know that you live on a different time planet, right? But the reality is we can't stay any longer. And if you want to be a part of this, you need to be making more of an effort to come in. Yeah. And it is disrespectful. You know, you and I live in the same sphere as when it comes to timekeeping, right? Yeah, we're yeah. very similar animals. If yeah. we're supposed to be somewhere, we're generally we're there on where time. We're, we are on time, sometimes early. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's kind of how we're wired. I have married into a family which doesn't treat timekeeping quite the same. They don't yeah. they live in a separate sphere. I don't know what it is about them. They just can't seem to they just have a different priority. And it's not that they're disrespectful. They don't mean it, but they don't understand that actually to someone like me who is used to being on time or slightly early, that I find that quite stressful. In this situation, it's quite rude. Well, actually, in this situation, 
I don't even know why you're still making it your problem. Yeah. Because realistically, you're all still having your lovely visit. So she rocks in with 10 minutes to go. Then she has 10 minutes of you. And then that's just tough. Diddy's on her. And that's and that's my feeling about it. Smile yeah. at her and say, it's lovely to see you, but you'll have to make more of an effort to come early next time. And yeah. smi- and breeze out. And I know it sounds like I'm it being It sounds hard. horrible, but, it, but I do think it's the only way that's going to resolve this. Yeah. Now, the other thing you can do is you could just always tell her an, earlier an hour earlier. Yeah. They used to do that Celine Dion in Las Vegas. Oh, did they? Yeah, apparently her clock was set back. <laughs> she got really annoyed then on the last night when they told her. <laughs> A little bit of trivia there. Do you think they're trying that it's with Madonna It's in the backstage of the DVD. Because, you know, Madonna's always turned up late lately. Oh, yeah, yeah. Apparently. Well, that's what I do. Yeah, we see, to be fair, you know, if I want, you know, my husband's a bit free and easy with time also. And so what I tend to do, <coughs> excuse me, that's all right, my love. Uh, I didn't have a cold when I came in here today. I know, and it's not to do with me. You're allergic to me. You can't, I used to tell them earlier times, I think that's a really good shout. You yeah. know, say, well, right, we're going to meet at this time and sure, they rock in. But actually, what you need to do is hand the responsibility back to her now. Yes, just going to say that. The one thing you don't say is whether she has kids. I suspect, I don't know why, but I suspect from this, she doesn't. She might, but that doesn't mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter whether she has kids or not. The reality is that when you arrange to meet someone, you should turn up. Yeah. And you should turn up in plenty of time. The other thing you could do is you could just not invite her. Well. Or like, the, or what, what to do is, the next time she has one of those situations where she swans in 10 minutes from the end. I mean, there's no harm saying it to her when she arrives. Just go, what are you doing? You were supposed to be here two hours ago and you just rocked in. We're all leaving. Yeah. Sorry, now we feel awful leaving, but like you weren't, like you're two hours late. I don't know why you're sitting behind just because she couldn't be bothered coming. People like that will never really change. So as you say, the thing is, you're just giving back the responsibility. If if she only wants 10 minutes of your time, then just give her that. Yeah. You know, and and that's the truth. And that's not disrespectful. It's not anything. The thing is, your time is your time. You've made the effort. You've come. I would imagine that you're probably one of them people who have to move a little bit further away to come in. And he, But even if you're not, the point is everybody's getting together. You're making the effort to keep together. That's great. She can If she can only give you 10 minutes of effort, that's all you give her. Exactly. She's getting the same information that everyone else is. Yeah, so We're meeting her. here at this time. Mm-hmm. If she shows up late, 10 minutes before the end. And I strongly urge it. you not to laugh about it. You I know, agree. I you know, I, I understand how that happens. It's oh yeah, oh, isn't that funny? It's not funny. It isn't funny it's not because funny, no. because clearly she may not recognise this, but it clearly means that there you're not that important in her sphere. Why are you protecting her from herself? Oh look at that one. I like that one. Yeah. She might be making an entrance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I was just thinking that. Some people, you know, which is a different thing. The person that's late is the person that gets all the attention because mm. they walk in and look, you, that's, it's childish behaviour. It is very childish. I, it, it bugs me. It really bugs me. Like, yeah. because a time is a time. Like, I know, but you um, know, but I, I, there are different people. I, I recognise over the years I've had to accept that people are wired differently. Yeah. And so therefore, Paul and I rarely ca- travel in the same car. Because oh. I can't deal with the level of stress that it comes into. <laughs> so the secret of our success is that we travel separately in most places. I don't care if I'm there early. I don't care. Oh no, I love being early. I don't care if I'm sitting there for 15 minutes waiting on you, right? Yeah. Because I want to be there. Yeah. But Yeah, yeah, no, I can't bear being late. But I really it. dislike that for people. I mean, I'm not saying I've never been late in my life because that happens. But if they're continually doing it, then they're, they don't value your time. 
absolutely not any more than their own but there is an element of that can and every so out. often like when you when you drive two hours and you're here and I'm late and I live five minutes down the road <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie Neve. I feel guilty do you? do I apologise? I don't Neve, because that's not how I roll <laughs> no true but you buy me off with coffee <laughs> and I will baked goods buy, buy, <laughs> you bought me a lovely a banana ba- bread <laughs> <laughs> a baked good is the way to Neve's heart okay we need to end this show yes. because I was not sick when I came in here this morning <laughs> and I am now clearly absolutely dying. <laughs> anyway, happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. Happy and birthday Sonia. to you and Sonia. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> it's been wonderful to talk to you. I feel we've helped everybody Except to for the him. same extent. <laughs> Except for him and his illness. <laughs> that is not necessarily a good thing. Now, do you know what's really lovely? Um, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking how soon I'm going to be dealing with this I, I, honestly I, I, I woke up this morning I was absolutely fine and now I feel like a dead body I think we've helped Neve. Um Agony Rants maybe not the pigeon one if you want to get in touch <laughs> you know the seagulls maybe not so much but we've done our best we would love it if you would subscribe to Headstuff Plus because Please. that is our bread and butter um, I'll keep Goebbels off our back for another six weeks and thank you so much for those of you who already subscribe yes thank you so much and we hope you're enjoying um, the vintage. your vintage rants mm-hmm. and we hope you're also enjoying your uh, do not disturb thing that we sent this is well I remember sign. that do not disturb this is well I remember that situation I was going to give one to Sonia oh my god stop I brought no, one stop. I'm going to send her one and annoy you I forgot I forgot I meant to give her one um, what is it about you and redheads no, it's just I love a ginger. <laughs> we will chat to you next week. <laughs> it used to be a calendar of like ginger hot men. Wow. I can't remember what it was called. Thank God. I think it was called hot ginger. Hot ginger. Was it? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm nearly sure that must exist, and it doesn't. <laughs> I feel it. I feel I'm going to make it exist. <laughs> we will chat to you next week, and hopefully, I will be in. A better, <laughs> better health position. Okay. Thank you for caught listening and we'll see you very soon. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Thank <laughs> you.